<laughs> you thought we were gone and we're still here. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why we're back. Um, origin after the grand final. Who would have thought? Abbas, bro, where you been, man? Hey. Yeah, mate. Look, I'm just, you know, trying to recover after that uh, disappointing performance. Ah, man. Penny Panthers. Ah, mate. You're proud of them. Proud of them for making it that far, but, you know, it's unfortunate that we couldn't get that, that, that last one under our belt. And, yeah, to your, to your I guess, your uh, happiness, we didn't break that 17 streak runner. Oh, man, you know, look, it's a very tough streak to break, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know. If it wasn't for the bullcrap scandal, we could have gone to 23, 24, 50. You don't never know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, man, that was, that was uh, unlucky. That was a weird game, that grand final. That was such a weird game. from Right from the start, that kickoff. And then the way that, that Mel- we talked about it before, the way Melbourne just took every opportunity that Penrith gave them. I mean, it didn't feel like 22 new half time. And by the end of it, they pretty much scored those points back. So what could have been for the Panthers? Yeah. Um, I think there was uh, some, some things that I think Penrith didn't do uh, well. They probably should have. Uh, Melbourne had a high uh, defensive line especially defending on their own line. Their wingers were jamming in. Uh, I think Cleary and, um, and Luai should have tested that out and just put a grub in behind just to uh, have the wingers second-guessing a bit. Uh, none of that happened. Um, and then you saw Vunavali take that intercept and pretty much, you know, that, that was probably without that try, you know, you might have, things might have been different in the game. But, oh, well, it's a learning curve and hopefully they come back better, bigger and better next year. I mean, that's what scoreboard pressure does to you. And, um, yeah, I think they'll learn from that. They'll, they'll be up there again, let's be honest. Um, I heard, a, before we get started, I mean, I heard something about Josh Mansell getting the flick on the side. Uh, it's pretty uh, disappointing for him. I, I, I heard about that too. Um, that's pretty disappointing yeah, for look, him. Yeah, um, look, hopefully he doesn't get the flick. Um, Whether yeah, that's true or not, I don't know, but it's pretty good mail, so... Yeah, look, hopefully he doesn't get the flick. Hopefully it's just, um, you know, it's just uh, them trying to breed in the younger guys. And I'm sure Josh will understand that. Uh, hopefully he can still stay at Penrith. But, um, you know, if he does what's probably best for his, for his um, family, he might, take, um, he might take a contract elsewhere and just make as much money as he can before he retires. Um, I don't, I don't yeah, think he wants to leave. I don't, I don't think he wants to leave, to be honest. I think he wants another crack at it because he's he's, no, he's at the end of his does. career. I mean, you, we heard the story. Yeah, well, we heard we heard the story of Gus talking about what it was like negotiating a contract with Josh Mansell, and um, you know he's got he's got a lot of love for the Penrith club, oh, and yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't think he does want to leave, but I guess that's why that's why I have. Um, no issue with players, even young players going out and getting the money they want and not showing loyalty because at the end of the day, some clubs have to do what's best for themselves. So I think everyone should just um, approach 
the NRL career and NRL contract with doing what's best for yourself at the end of the day, whether you think that's playing good football with a good club or that's getting the most money you can, that's the decision of the player. What's a contract these days, right? Because, you know, people keep saying how selfish players are. No one talks about how selfish maybe a club is, you know, maybe wanted to force through their young guys. They're, they're entitled yeah, to it, look, um, you know, if they like feel said, like that. But we, we always... hmm. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Penrose can actually get out of that contract with Josh Mansell. I think they've more asked him, you know, you're probably not going to be playing first grade next year because of the young boy, boys coming in. So if you want to look at playing first grade, you're more than welcome to go uh, look elsewhere. And then obviously that'll be them getting him off their hands. But um, look. It is what it is. We're just going to have to wait and see. It is what it is. And um, speaking of it is what it is, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. This State of Origin series, I'm not happy about it happening at this time of year. And, you know, there were warning signs about whether everyone was going to be available for this series. And obviously, clearly looking at the teams, they're not. Um, what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, look, um, I don't know. I think maybe it's because I, I, I was watching Penrith in the grand final and that's the team that I supported. Um, I, I kind of feel like Origin's got a bit of bite out of it at the moment because it's just the end of the season, you know. It was, it's, such a, it's such a good formula to have it during the middle of the season because... You know, even if your team's not going that great, it's something to look forward to to the middle of the season, you know. We've gone through all the um, the high emotions of, you know, semi-finals footy and now grand final footy that uh, I feel, you know, maybe there's some... I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm emotionally out of it in regards to Origin. It's probably the least G'd up I've been playing the Origin over the last 10 years. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how I feel when kickoff happens. Um, but yeah, in regards to the teams, I think both teams have, um, I mean, obviously New South Wales have the better team on paper, um, than Queensland, but even at that, I think, um, New South Wales probably picked a a side that, you know, isn't their strongest. I think there's other players that could have made that squad that, um, that got overlooked and, you know, maybe got overlooked because of, uh, you know, Fitler picking experience instead of um, who's on form. Well, let's um, go through the let's go through the team and uh, the New South Wales teams. James James Tedesco are fullback. The wingers are Daniel Tupo and Josh Adokar. Centers Clint Gutherson and Jack Wyden. Um, the halves Luke Keary and Nathan Cleary. I can't wait for the commentators to get their to wrap their minds around that one. Uh, the four pack. Daniel Saifidi, Junior Paulo in the front row. Hooker is Damian Cook. Second rows, uh, Boyd Cordner is the captain. He's there with Tyson Frizzell. And at lock, it's Jake Trevojevic. On the bench, I think this is where they're pretty... They've done pretty well um, in naming them. Cody Walker, Payne Haas, Cameron Murray, Angus Croydon. That's a pretty strong bench. Yeah, look, the bench is the bench is not too bad. Um, probably who would have been on the bench regardless of who was picked. I think they they were the obvious choices. Um, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, um, I don't know what Boyd Cordner has left to offer other than captaincy, which is many. He's only twenty eight. He's only twenty eight, man. 
Yeah, but I mean, what's his? What's his? I didn't see much this season. All I saw him was pretty much get concussed. That's Other true. Uh, that, not much. Um, yeah. If if I'm gonna be completely honest with you too, I mean, somebody that I actually love, Jake Travojevic, didn't think he had a great season. I don't know if his um his selection was was warranted. Maybe a bench, maybe in the squad, but a starting lock position. Um, you know, it's comes to the point where you got to start, you know, this is this has been a great entertaining season of um attacking football and a lot of players have have um, you know, excelled in that and I feel like um rewarding some players would have been great. Um Tedesco, I agree with the wingers are great. Uh Clint Gutherson and Jack Wyden, I think um you know, they're solid. Uh they'll be good defensively too. You think um, Gutherson's solid with there, Clint Gutherson, it's going to be interesting. Well, with Gutherson, it's going to be interesting to see his decision-making in defense. Um, that's probably the only thing that's going to, um, going to be a bit risky with him. Uh, he's going up against Dane Gagai. So, I mean, that's a good test for Clint Gutherson. He's had a great season. So, hopefully, um, you know, he can he can shine in origin. But um, I don't think that's the position he'd probably want to play in. But I guess he'll take whatever he can. I think um, Kiri and Cleary are the right choices. I think people were saying Cody Walker should have been there. Um, look, I, I, I'm i a fan of Cody Walker. However, I don't know if he's an origin player. Uh, I like the thought of him coming off the bench, um, you know, being that X factor, but being there for the whole 80 minutes, I think it's putting a lot of pressure on him as a player. Um, so I think that's the right choice. Saifidi, um I don't know. What do you reckon about Saifidi? Do you reckon he should have started this after this year or do you reckon they've just given it to him because of last year? I think it's a bit of both. I think he was he was pretty good for the Knights. I know they were pretty disappointing, but I think he was a bit better than Clemmer. Um, they were going to pick one of them regardless, I thought. Um, you could have you could have gone Payne Haas. I would have gone Payne Haas, to be honest. Just that's me. But maybe the the fact that, that I mean, you know... Payne Haas... Hmm. Sorry, yeah, I was saying Payne Haas is, um, I mean, he's an 80-minute player. What, there's not much use having him on the bench. I know that they want to try, probably, probably get the most out of him by giving him short spells. But um, I think they could have done better. I think Campbell Gillard's had a better season than Saifidi, if we're going to be honest. Um, yeah, you could have so put him I, in. I think Campbell Gillard, Campbell Gillard should have probably been on the bench with, um, or maybe even starting and have Payne Haas coming on with that that engine towards the end of the game. Um, yeah, look, it's... I think there's like a stigma ever since Queensland went on their, what was it, nine in a row? Uh, nine series in a row that, um, you know, the best way to do things is reward players that have won previous series. And I tend to agree in that in some sense. However, if they haven't performed to their standard for the whole season, I think their position should come under a review. Um, you know, for the likes of Saifidi and um Saifidi and Cordner. But Jake, Co- but Cordner's never Cordner was never gonna get dropped. He's the captain. He was never ever gonna get dropped. I, I don't I don't think he's healthy to be honest with you. I, I think he I think he needs about three years rest. <laughs> Bro, that, well, that guy's put so much into the game the last couple of years. He's been playing to grand finals every year. Like you said, he's been concussed a couple of times this year. 
Mm. I mean, this was. I just feel like I just feel like maybe he he just. He might, he might be the detriment of the team, man, honestly, because you saw last year in game three, he, he gave up that try to Papali. He just ran straight past him. That was last year in a game three situation. Well, I thought New South Wales was going to wrap that game up, if you remember. Um, yeah. He's shown to be Look, in the back um, end. I, I know what you mean. He wasn't going to get dropped, but... Mm. So, sorry, bro. Um, so what, what I was saying is, I know that you were saying that, you know, we knew he was never going to get dropped, but... I kind of had hopes with Fitler to, you know, not do the stuff that, or not make the same mistakes that um, that uh, Laurie Daly made in the past. Um, I was hoping that, you know, we might get some fresher. I mean, when's the last time we've had, as New South Wales fans, when's the last time we've had this much talent in a New South Wales squad? Oh yeah, this has been a long time. We 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 like, oh, yeah, hundred like percent. We have so much talent. So much depth. We have so much talent, and then we're still, and we're still using the old heads. Like, but like I said, he's not actually old. He's only twenty eight, but it feels like he's been there forever. It feels like he's been there for like he has been there for 10, 11 years. So, it is weird in that sense. Um, but uh, look, but I, 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 I get, I get that he's only twenty eight, but his work rate and his um his abilities have started to decline. He hasn't hit his peak. His peak is gone. I think. I think he needs a rest. I just honestly think he needs a rest. <laughs> he's been he's been putting his body through hell for the last couple of years. That's what I keep saying. He needs a rest. I feel like you could have sat him out this We have said, like you said, we've got abundance of talent he could have played this year. It wasn't it wasn't necessary for him to be there. But like I said, he's the captain. He probably thinks he put, he gives him a a different spirit, you know, he brings that, you know, leads the culture there in the in the in the team. I mean it's more than just about his playing ability, you know what I mean? Picking him in the team. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not. Um, sold, I'm not sold on the centers, bro. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sold on Gufferson Wyden at center because Wyden won the the Dally M. He's the best player in the game. You know, mm. technically at yeah, five Wyden eight. Was always gonna be there. At, but at, he, he should have played five eight for me. I know Kiri has been waiting for his go, but. I really think Wyden should have been there. Yeah, I think I think they should have thrown they should have thrown the young guys in there. They should have thrown the young boys in there, Lomax and Croydon into centers. They should have thrown them in there. They've that uh, they look, got I agree. I they got picked. They got picked because they performed at center. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look, I agree. I think I think Croydon should have made. It. I'm not I'm not 100 on Lomax just yet, um, but at the same time. Jack Wyden, I know he did win Dallium as 5'8", but the problem, the thing is that he's played centre for a lot of his career. So um, it's good to have that versatility of having them him there. Let's say Kiri gets injured. You slot him into the 5'8 role and then you just put like a... But where, you know, do, you put, a, where do you put Cody Walker? And, where do you put Cody Walker? <laughs> you know, that, what's Cody Walker in the team then? Well, again, I think I think he's done the same thing, and I think that's probably the reason why Appy wasn't picked is just because Fila's gone with a lot of players that can play multiple multiple positions, you know, um, and they haven't been necessarily picked on form; they've been picked on versatility. Um, look, to be honest, I think we've 
we've covered everything we can with um, New South Wales. Oh, look, there's um, just there's just a lot of it's just a thing, bro. That there's a lot of questions that we're we're asking, and like, but people general the general public think they're gonna win three 0 They're gonna smash Queensland. I don't think that's the case. And you look at the Queensland team. I know they got eight, they got eight debutants. We'll go through it. AJ Brimson, a fullback. Uh, the wingers, Xavier Coates, Philip Sammy. Other debutants as well. In the centers, Branko Lee, Dane Gagai. In the halves, Munster, Cherry Evans. I think they're, they're elite. I think they're going to be the key to their best success if they have it this year. Front row, Christian Welsh, Josh Papali'i, brother. I mean, he's a tank, let's be honest. Uh, Jake Papa Friend. Papali'i. Jake Friend at Dummy Half finally debuts. Second row, Kafusi and Hess. And at lock, it's uh, Tino. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name. From uh, Melbourne. <laughs> uh, the inter- interchange bench, Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Joy Arrow, Jaden Sewer. It's a fair few debutants in there, but I'll be honest, I think they're going to, I think they're going to get close this game. Honestly, I think they'll be very close this game. Well, well, look, the one thing that Queensland is really good at that New South Wales aren't is they're really good at putting in a good performance with the terrible team. Yep. I mean, that's probably the weakest backline I've seen Queensland have in the last 20 years. I agree. From, from before I can even remember what footy was. I mean, think about the backline they've had. Before. Like, the earliest memory of the backline Queensland had was um, Lottie Takiri and Wendell Saylor on each wing when you had Lockyer at fullback. You know, so like, um, it's, it's, it's probably the weakest backline that I've ever seen Queensland have. Um, Brit, I'm not sure what... I, don't, I mean, I didn't watch much of uh, Titans this year because I wasn't a big fan, but I don't know what Brimson is going to offer that attack. He's pretty dynamic. He's a pretty dynamic player. I mean, he, in the last five games, he stepped his game to another level. And I think, like I said, man, they've they got no... Pr- yeah, he can ball play as well. Yeah, he's a 5-8 fullback. So, like... There's no, I know there's this pressure, but I feel like there's pressure on New South Wales to live up to that expectation of smashing them. There's no expectation on Queensland. Everything's they're going to get smashed. So I think they're going to revel in that, yeah. in that um, when the moment comes, comes for these guys. Um, man, look, like I said, Munster, Cherry Evans, I think they can get the best out of anyone. They're really good at engaging the, their, their sides when, when big games well, arrive. I'll tell you right now, Queensland are going to do everything in their power to bully the young New South Wales squad. They're going to, I guarantee, I, I'm probably about 80% sure that there's going to be a fight and it's just going to be a nothing fight that is led by Queensland just to fire them up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could happen. And, you know, Queensland's going to do everything they can to get New South Wales intimidated, which I don't know how they will with the forward pack. Like, um, I think Queensland's four pack, pack. I think Queensland's four pack stacks up, man. Honestly, you do. No, I get, I get that, I get that, but it's not that grubby four pack that Queensland's known for. Like mm. Papa Lee is not a is not a grub. Welch is, I mean, we, he he could be a, like a, a guy that rolls up his teammates. Kafusi is not really a confrontational type. Cohen Hess is, I guess he is, and then you got the debutant Tino. Like I don't know where they don't have that Sam Fido, that Gordon Tallis about him that's just going to start something from from nothing. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, They've got him on the bench, but I think they got him on the bench. Jake Friend, maybe Jake Friend's going to stand up. You know, start that fight. They got a few. They got a few fighters on the bench, man. Jaden Sua, Joy Arrow, Lindsay Collins, 
those guys when they came on, they come on, they're going to bring a bit of fire. Oh, look, I actually like the Queensland team. I know, like you said, their their backline's a bit weak, but I mean, you can't deny. I mean, Brinko Lee probably had the best season of his life. So you know, due to injury as well, he gets a start. He'll be he'll be on a high after the grand final. Dan Gagai always performs at Origin level. He, like I know he might be on and off in clubland, but you know every time Origin comes around, he's doing something special. And mm. you got a guy Philip Sammy Xavier Coates on the wing, very quick players, and and they're not going to be asked to do too much by Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett's not going to make it complicated for these guys. He's going to simplify everything for these guys. Well, I, I know I know exactly what he's going to do. So Xavier Coates is on the Addo Cars wing, so he's just going to put up. They're just going to put um, crossfield kicks to Xavier Prince all yeah. day. Um, and, 50, and more however, than 50%, he's going to go for them and he'll probably catch one of them. I don't know if I put it down, but he's going to have a really good, you know, chance at getting an over at a car. Yeah, look, I mean, Queensland have, have game plans. And, you know, if, um, if Wayne Bennett is to win this game, he's got to have the best game plan possible. I think Branko Lee had a good season. However, he has been... Um, he was, uh, from what I could see, he was identified as a weak link in Melbourne's defense. So that's why um, uh, Penrith attacked him a lot during the game. To his credit, he did well in the grand final defensive-wise, but that was under the coaching of Craig Bellamy. I don't know how he's going to fend up defensive-wise with Wayne Bennett. Um, look, at, at the end of the day, if... If New South Wales come out to play, they'll win. If they come out expecting they're gonna they're gonna win this, then Queensland's gonna have something else to yeah. to you know spoil the party pretty much. 100%. But yeah, look, I mean, I'm confident to say. Go yeah, tip. Give us a tip. Let's go. Let's go straight to the tip. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's gonna be a. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. The first game's in Adelaide. That's second the game's in New South Wales. Because even New South Wales have got some. Mm. Well, that's the thing. New South Wales have got some some fairly, like, you know, non-experienced players on here. Uh, I mean, not that many, to be fair. Look, I'll say, I'll say New South Wales 1-12. to 12. I think Queensland will put in a fight. I don't think they'll get close, but I think... Uh, they might score some tries at the back end of the game that might make it one to twelve, but I think New South Wales will be comfortable. Yeah, uh, I go, I go New South Wales by four. Uh, I'm not denying New South Wales is not going to win this game. I just don't think Ron saying it's going to be thirteen plus, going to be by thirty. I'll be shocked if it is. I'll be honest with you. I would be shocked because you know Queensland, Queensland don't usually, like you said, when when Queensland have a bad team, they usually get the best out of them. Unlike New South Wales. When we don't have any talent, we just seem to give up. So, yeah, I think I think New South Wales will get them by four, just. Um, just to quickly before we we end this, um, they're gonna they're gonna have a about three games in fifteen days. Do you think these are gonna be the same teams coming next week? Because I don't. Uh I think you might see some changes out of the New South Wales squad if they win this week. Um, obviously, to give some of their players a rest, knowing that they have an extra game in hand. Um, and also to um, 
also to kind of give experience to other players that are out there. Um, I think it all depends who wins the first game and how they win it by. Mm. If it's a close, if it's a close game either way, I, I don't think there's going to be many changes unless there's injuries. Um, but if one team, you know, runs away with it, then they might, you know, exercise that because they've got extra. They've got 27 men squad now, so um, they might exercise and just, you know, because I mean, if you look at that squad that New South Wales have, 27 man squad, they they can literally pick anyone. Mm. They can yeah, pick of course. Do I job. mean, look, look at the look at the players. Look at the players mean, missing. So, yeah, look at the players missing that aren't playing. Karen McInnes, Campbell Gillard, Nathan Brown, Zach Lomax, Stephen Crichton, Jerome Luai. They all slot in. You get all. You can slot any of them in. Isaiah Yo. Isaiah Yo. I forgot about him as well. So you, you can slot any of these guys in. Uh, just before we end yeah. it as well. I mean, our, our Queenslander mate who's just gone missing. I mean. Maybe it's a shame to jump on because, you know, he doesn't give them a hope. Hey, he's, he's given us a scoreline of 34-20 to 20 to New South Wales. He's got no hope in his Queensland team. Uh, didn't, he, didn't he say he's going for um, New South Wales? If Gutherson was fullback. If Gutherson was fullback. And I'll be going for okay. Queensland if Gutherson went to fullback. That's, uh, that's no lie. Okay, fair enough. So he thinks it's going to be a high-scoring match. Mm. I, I think so. I think the six again I mean, rule is gonna. I think the six again rule is gonna play a factor here. He's gone missing. Is he back? Bad day. That's a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yep. Yep. What are you saying? I was saying the six again if, rule. If, mm. Yeah, I'm saying if 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 Michel Falls can see twenty points to this Queensland team. That's a bad day. I mean, not saying that Queensland can't win, but if yeah. they, but I don't like. I expect if Queensland were to win, I expect them to win maybe like ten four. I expect them defense to get them the job done. You know what I mean? So, if Queensland put twenty points on New South Wales, and that's that's just that's not a. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's yeah. Oh, look, I mean, it's, it's, look, it's a poss- look, it is a possibility. Like Unless Queensland have a blinder. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we haven't really seen too many low-scoring finals games. And how high intensity are they? So that's probably a clue into what's going to happen this Origin Series. You've got players coming back after a month or a month and a bit from playing footy or, you know, full full contact, mm-hmm. full match match uh, footy. So it's going to be – it is going to be weird for a lot of these guys. It'll take them a bit to settle in. Um. Hey, it could happen. You never know, man. It could be 40 to 30. Who knows, bro? Who knows? Anyway, uh, thanks, Abbas, once again for joining us. Um, no are we, are we uh, jumping on? When, when we, are we going to do a post-game show? Um, I don't know. It might. We if you're lucky. I don't know. Maybe stay, maybe stay, um, stay active at our Instagram account, you know? Maybe we'll go live. You never know. You never know. All right. Thanks, mate. Take care and everyone enjoy the game.